Welcome to the Art of the Dive. Game week 31 is just about done. We still have a match tomorrow, Wednesday, Wednesday, Everton Burnley, which I can't wait to get so many points from. I've got Nick again because apparently Jake's not part of the podcast anymore. Nick, what's going on, man? Yo, how's it going? I feel terrible. I'm here. I've showed up. That's about all I can do. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's going to be the majority and that's going to be the mood of this pod wouldn't it's you say it's a sad pod yeah. it's a sad pod it's I uh, as you said I texted you I said hey man should we get recording and you're like I don't really want to do it and I said it'll be a therapy session yeah or like uh, ripping off the band-aid like pouring salt into the wound spitting in the wound rubbing it in the dirt is that a thing that you do when you get hurt yeah there's like this theory where if you do that stuff your body gets stronger because you're exposed to like more infections and stuff you're supposed to do that to kids i think not to adults oh yeah you spit in their wounds all the time (laughs) here you go baby (laughs) enjoy infections baby now you're you're stronger your body's stronger now (laughs) you're welcome baby (laughs) um all right well good now that we've established that uh we both had um so we both played our wild cards we should just start with that probably that 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 happened and uh you had you you were on the wild card when we recorded last week roughly one week ago and i was trying to decide if i should or not um you had uh, justified it saying that the plan had always been game week 31 and that you wanted to kind of stick to that plan and for me i was still kind of trying to decide and eventually what happened was I looked at the game week 33 fixtures and the potential 36, 37 fixtures and decided, I think that I can gain a slight advantage over people that still have free hits by wildcarding now and having like 33 and 36 covered and then being able to like, like free hit maybe in 37. So we both went for it. Uh, We both relied heavily on some of the expected points computer models and we both failed miserably. So far, we so could. F- yeah. You have White Horse, right? Do you have White Horse? I do. I have. I have Woot. I have Roberts, and I have Pickford to play. I can't wait. Oh, Pickford, nice. Can't wait. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, maybe White Horse will bang a Hattie, and uh, Roberts will get a clean and assist, uh, and then you lose points with Pickford. But whatever. Hmm. There's hope, right? It's there's not. There, I mean, I think it's. Uh, I think it's pretty clear that. Um, it's pretty clear that there's no. There's no hope. It's over. All right. Well, that wraps up the pod for uh, today. <laughs> so, talk to you guys later. Uh, who was it? Was it Jamie Dodd on Twitter? Was saying was talking about like he played a wild card. I can't remember if it was twenty two. And he was kind of making this argument that like often you can you can play a wild card thinking that you're getting on to players that are going to be like really helpful in the future and actually completely screw your season over. It was an interesting little argument. Um, yeah, it's not great. Well, I'm holding out hope that maybe the wild card will result in future benefits and maybe I mean, it's stupid because you would think a wild card should benefit you immediately but uh, I'm naively holding on to this idea that maybe, you know, in the next game week, the players that I picked up, they will turn it around. I mean, there's a reason that those guys were in, yeah, selected by the algorithms over the next five game weeks. And this one I'm going to have to put behind me and also understand that maybe 
the algorithms tend to lean a little bit too heavily on the, the players who have multiple games in a game week. Yeah, and so we have to uh, consider those strong teams. Right. So, uh, Sir Talp, right? The, yeah, the, um, yeah. Optimize, FPL Optimize guy. So, he actually made a comment about that on, like, on Twitter saying something like, um, remind me never to listen to the computer when it tells me to pick like players from bad teams or something. Um, even if they have double game weeks and you and I had exchanged some texts over that, didn't we? Where we like, like I had said, I think that the, a lot of the models overestimate uh, the double game weeks for bad teams. I think that's where we're maybe identifying one of the, the the downsides of the models or maybe the failings of the models is they maybe, like you said, overestimate the impact of, of two games in a game week for a bad team. And it's just unfortunate timing at this stage in the season that, you know, we're we're realizing it so we can we we can use that in the future as we, we plan for future game weeks or future wildcards, but just very unfortunate timing because now my team's set up to be really shitty for the rest of the season. The t- the challenge, of course, Nick, was that when you were looking at and selecting players for the the remainder of the season, there is something attractive about saying like, oh, I can have a Burnley player with five games or another player with like two or three games over the next handful of game weeks, right? And so that that's like, that's really challenging. It's just like Burnley's fucking terrible. Yeah, they're not good. <laughs> not good. Statement made. Hot take. It's uh, yeah. I mean, if every player scored the same amount of points, it would be a no-brainer. Like, yes, I want the player who plays five games in the next three versus the guy who plays three. Except the guy who plays three in the next, you know, three game weeks. Yeah. He scores goals, and the other guy just fills up space on the field. Yeah. The the Spurs game was fucking. Oh my god, that was hard to watch. I uh so so I was I I was pretty comfortable going no Spurs. If you look at Newcastle despite I mean they've had a variety of opponents. They've been very strong defensively. In fact, one of the better defensive teams in the league over the last uh 5 to 7 game weeks. And um so I was really comfortable not going with them and I the only game I watched this week was that match. Yeah. Yeah, and it looked good at first, right? At first, it was. was Yeah, it felt like I was like, thank God. Yeah, right. Newcastle scored. Like, let's wipe that clean sheet off. We're good. I was actually, uh, I took took Sunday off, the first time I've had off in like three weeks. And I was like, all right, I'm going to do all the fun things that I like to do because I haven't had a day (laughs) off in a long time. (laughs) And so I said to myself, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to do a bike ride. I haven't like really gotten a long workout in. So I'm going to, I'm going to put this game on and I'm going to bike the entire time, like a good hard ride. And I just, uh, it was so funny because I just felt rage from start to finish. It was supposed to be like a relaxing, fun, exciting yeah. time for me. And I just felt rage the whole time. We need we need a model for expected happiness from watching the games. <laughs> like your expected happiness is going to be minus 1,200. Just going to avoid so that game. don't watch the game. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, all right. Well, I think let's save the details of our team now that we've preface the pod with that and people are probably real horny for what we did with our teams <laughs> like, oh, all, they always are they <laughs> always are that's how i describe the edge of every conversation that i have with people <laughs> yeah real horny for the next piece of information i'm about to share oh do tell 
uh, all right. So um, we do have a few like uh, kind of goofy and big big picture questions. Uh, if your FPL season was made into a movie, what would the soundtrack be from Wilson? Have you thought about that? No, I was trying to figure out. So like something sad, I think like like dramatic and sad maybe, but also. Um, Danny Elfman is a composer who writes a lot of soundtracks for like goofy movies like uh what is it the nightmare before christmas so hmm. it's like bum, 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 bum. spooky scary spooky <laughs> scary <laughs> I think like all right no just stop you keep doing that the rest of the podcast and I'll keep potting <laughs> that that doesn't really fit fit my team very well but I I just like the idea of someone like behind playing that music behind my fpl decisions like spooky scary oh no don't choose my course that's a bad idea did you uh is this like a composer that you're familiar with yeah he does he is he does a lot of like big time movies oh um, i don't i don't know composers i think it's funny because like yeah she asked that question and you're like yeah let me list a com- couple different composers i'm familiar with like i'm so yeah. sophisticated who's the guy who did the star wars He's like a famous composer as well. I, I don't know. I don't know remember anything. his name. Yeah, but those I know are the, Those are the two. The two. The, those are the two famous ones who do like movie soundtracks. I yeah. I know. So there nothing, you go, Wilson. Man. Yeah, I know nothing. I really don't. I I went with Interstellar. It's one of my favorite. It's one of my favorites. Are you playing the music right now? Can you hear it? A little bit. Yeah. The reason I went with it is because um, I just wish I was in space right now. <laughs> <laughs> like your FPL season makes you want to like just eject yourself into the the outer reaches of the galaxy. There's a lot of ominous music like this, where it's like really low tones. What a part lot of, of the season would that describe? My whole season, <laughs> like the whole thing, just dark and ominous and kind of yes, yeah, sad, celestial. Yeah, Hans Zimmer. That's who. Uh, that's who composed it. I don't know who uh, that is, but uh, another famous one. Yeah, I just like. I just like Interstellar. I like the, like the movie. Good movie, Matthew McConaughey. I like that question. It's a good question yeah. to make me think about something other than the fact that I'm really bad at this game. Yeah, right. That's fair. I guess uh, maybe maybe that's the question that people should answer this week. Send in. What do you think? What, what would your soundtrack be? Um, Wilson also wrote in what to do with our Arsenal players. What, what a catastrophe today by Arsenal, huh? Yeah, I don't know if that was an unexpected result. I didn't watch the game, so I don't I don't really know what exactly happened, but it was not not something I was hoping to see with a couple Arsenal assets on my lineup, but yeah. it's kind of par for the course for this game week. So it's like, okay, yeah, make me feel worse. This is great. <laughs> yeah, I kept thinking like, oh yeah, Arsenal are going to get like three or four over Crystal Palace, and this will all even out for me because that's how the game works. And that's the just, problem with FPL. Yeah. It's like you're, you you when the games are spread out, you're like, okay, well, the first two game weeks or first two days of the game week didn't go well. But we have Arsenal. Right. Maybe, you know, maybe right. they could surprise some things. You know, Saka could bang a goal. Lacazette could get an assist. And then it's like, no. And it's even worse. It's like worse than you could have expected or imagined. 
like they get destroyed and the 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 first player off your bench is gabriel and so he gets one point that's great yeah he had the third most successful passes this week how many fpl points does that count for (laughs) not a lot (laughs) (laughs) i appreciate the attempt though yeah um I don't know what to do with them. I, I I wouldn't say move. I think this is kind of an unusual result, and uh, they're going to be okay. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. I, I hope they turn it around. I don't know. They don't have great fixtures coming up, so maybe you hold for uh, 33. Would you hold them all the way to 36 when they play Leeds and Tottenham? Uh, Probably, yeah. I don't know. Who else are you going to move to? Yeah, I'm hoping that this is more of an anomaly than anything. I, yeah. I'm still going to hold Saka. Maybe I'll move Lacazette just to free up some funds at the forward position, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to get excited about this pot, isn't it? When you like get absolutely kicked in the nuts the entire week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to harness all the charisma I can muster. It's no, like, I know. Uh, it's like a teaspoon. I drank a half bottle of uh, red wine to get ready uh, from the pod. <laughs> a nice Arioja, a good a good Spanish red wine, and even now I'm not that excited. So, yeah, you yeah. need to mix some like Red Bull with your wine. Red Bull, red wine, and vodka. That's kind of the ultimate mixer. Yeah, but only like fine red wine, like really nice, expensive, really expensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like port, like fucking port. Yeah, it enhances the flavor. I yeah. I once mixed uh, red wine and squirt at your house. I know. Yeah, at my house. Actually, there was vod- there was vodka in that mixer. Do you remember what happened? <laughs> you threw up in the bathtub uh, while you were is. in the bathtub. There it is, naked. <laughs> and How you locked you know? yourself in the house while I was outside, and you locked the bathroom door. I had to go find an, a spare key and pop the bathroom door open to to get you out. Yeah, that's yeah. a story we're going to say for Patreon subscribers only. <laughs> <laughs> you want to uh, hear what happened? Subscribe to the Patreon, idiots. <laughs> I think that would uh, that'd be a good mixture after this game week to help us perform on this podcast. Yeah, it's the only thing that could make us feel better. Um, all right, <laughs> so uh, I find that I enjoy FPL more when I compete with myself and don't worry about others. Um, from Wilson. I don't know. I mean, like, I guess it's good advice, but like the whole point is beating others. Isn't that the whole point of the game? It might be kind of like a, a way to find the positives in a not so positive game week where you you think about yeah. just, it's just I don't, bullshit. I don't, I don't, I don't just know. Stop. It's, it's bullshit. A, yeah, I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> but, uh, Bobby Love write in, wrote in, when do you plan on deleting your team? Uh, I thought about it for a minute, but I'm not soft like you when we invited you to be on the pod, and then you were like, no, I can't. Oh, I don't have Zoom, mate. Oh, I'm from the Toon Army. (laughs) Don't call me at 2 a.m. when I'm on vacation. Yeah, she's looking fit, mate. She's looking... Bobby's looking fit, mate. Yeah, 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 I'd give give him a go, you know? (laughs) Kind of Australian. It's like an Australian move. What's to the difference, the Nick? Geordie They're the same. Land. They don't know how to talk. That's the same. I Got think them. the the Geordies are like uh, part Scottish or Irish or something. One of those northern places. Also the same. Probably. Yeah. Right. Um, Thomas Bracken, Bobby Love is more famous than us on Twitter. How does that make us feel? Um, so yeah. So Bobby. Uh, 
apparently got like some leak info on the doubles and stuff and got a bunch of likes like he just sent it sent me the the screenshot of the number of her impressions he had like a hundred thousand impressions on the tweet that's pretty good yeah I, I for a loser <laughs> got yeah him. you got him no just like I could make that shit up too he right. got it right though he's pretty excited about it so yeah. it worked out good for him uh, Alex, what you have, have to you... do in the back alleys for those uh, for those leaks though I don't know you if it's do worth you do what you gotta do you do what you gotta do yeah mate yeah uh, Alex <laughs> W writes in which is worse your FPL team doing badly or the team you support being thrashed Alex is a big Arsenal fan I believe uh, for me, for me, because I don't really care about many teams in the Prem, it's my FPL team doing badly. Yeah. I would much prefer to see Liverpool win than my FPL team perform. Um, I mean, it'd be great if both of them did well, but if I had to choose, it would be... I would much much rather see a poor FPL game week. But, Marco, you, you, aren't you a Leeds fan? Isn't, Leeds! That's the club you support? Leeds! Leeds. Up the whites or whatever you say. <laughs> yeah, only whites. <laughs> yeah, or something like that. I don't know. And they get thrashed like every other week, so. Uh, we're going to use that. Though. Staying up. Yeah, Jesse Marsh has pulled it together. Yeah, it's the it's an American coming through to save it. All right. Um, Ted Lasso. Right. Ted Lasso. Everyone makes Ted Lasso comments to me because that's my job. They're like, you're like Ted Lasso. And I'm like, okay. I don't know. Like, like here <laughs> How do in I the US? respond to that? Like colleagues of yours or what? Yeah, yeah. Colleagues, um, players. I, I've had it like 10 times in the last month. I think people maybe just discovered the show. I don't know what happened. <laughs> that's like the only thing people know about football. Right. They're just like, there's yeah, a show called Ted Lasso and you are Ted Lasso. You're him because you do soccer stuff. <laughs> All right. You should just uh, respond in like southern accent, uh, like euphemisms or like deep tropes about like life in general or f- philosophical like is that what is that what Ted Lasso does? Kind of, yeah. Like, like I've never I seen the show. I think the writing's pretty good, actually. I've only watched the first season, but it's entertaining. I've seen, I've seen the first episode. That's it. Great talk. Great talk. Okay. Uh, Let's um let's dive into our teams a little bit. Um, so we actually have pretty similar teams at some some level, right? Um, yeah. I guess I guess why don't you? I I, I think this is going to be the main point of the podcast this week is just talking about kind of our the the thought process and maybe the failings too of that thought process and um so maybe do you want to start and kind of like break down a little bit like why you went with the players you did. Um, and then I'll do the same. Sure. So, as I've said, pod in and pod out, I use the optimization tools at fploptimize.com and fplreview.com. Basically, both of those tools, when I was indicating that I wanted a wild card, they gave me some options of players. It was pretty heavy in terms of Burnley because of the five games in the next three game weeks. The Ronaldo was in there, and then uh, double double Liverpool D, so I brought in Matip and Robertson. Kept Salah, and then kept Saka and Lacazette. Brought in Mount, and then uh, Madison on the bench, Shar on the bench, and then Gabrielle on the bench. So basically I was just looking at the what the models were showing, the projected points, and 
there were were some indications of Everton players being uh, good selections, but I that was the only piece of information where I didn't rely on the models. I was like, Everton's pretty terrible. I don't think I want to bring in any Everton players. Mm-hmm. So it obviously didn't work out very well. Like, got a double clean with Liverpool assets, but Ronaldo was a huge bust, and I regret like considering him or even talking about him in comparison to Kane. Maybe, you know, maybe the double game week coming up will be good, but this game week, it did not work out well for me. Hmm. Um, so there was news apparently on Ronaldo. I was texting you that. Uh, so I, I made a kind of like, oh, poor me tweet um, after Ronaldo didn't play. And you like, shut it down. Yeah, like 10 people were like, yeah, this was reported that he hadn't been traveling with the team. Now, it wasn't reported that he was sick or that he was out, but it was reported that he hadn't traveled. That said... Um, that gets reported like every handful of game weeks from United players because, you know, United does this thing where they'll like go to hotels the night before and people be like, you know, so-and-so didn't travel. They're not obviously not playing. And then the player shows up and plays. So um, in my defense, but I saw nothing about it online that he hadn't traveled. So, and no joke. Oh, oh, let me rewind and tell you this and admit this in, in embarrassment kind of. So, uh, that last Friday, I played the wild card. I had a crazy week last week. I, I, I'm not joking. I probably worked 70 hours last week. Very busy. And so Friday, I was like, I need to figure this out. So I uh, I, I started cooking this meal. My wife's got a new job. So I was like, all right, I, I can't make her cook dinner at night. So I like get home early and I start this meal. And then I'm like doing FPL while, you know what I mean? Like while cooking. I'm getting it done and I'm like, all right, cool. I got a great team. I'm good. So I like finalize it and shut it down. Okay. This is not a joke. Uh, I woke up at two 30 in the morning in the, the AM like wired thinking like, Oh, I need to like check my team. It was so embarrassed. Like in retrospect, it was so embarrassing. Uh, and I had to work that day on Saturday, like the whole day and didn't go back to bed. I woke up at two 30 so like, but what I'm saying, I guess it's it's embarrassing Did you that your I team at that point. Not really, no. Like I basically like had I I stuck with the same team, but I was like surfing Twitter like I normally do, and I'm trying to play a wild card. But I actually, I'm not joking. I laid into bed until six thirty. I fell asleep. I slept till about seven fifteen, and then had to be into the office by seven forty five. So I was like out of bed. It it was it was bad, Nick. So stupid. Like, I thought I... That's like old school, Marco. No, That's it like is. The it Marco seriously that would is. wake up at like 4 a.m. every no. Saturday to make so sure... So I like, used to... I'll admit things. that. I used to, especially when... So when we had moved away, my wife and I, when she was doing like her graduate school work, I used to set alarms for like 4.30 or 5 a.m. Back when the deadline used to be uh, 6. Um, and I would get up like out of bed and go into the living room and work on FPL. It was really embarrassing. I had some great seasons then. I had some good years, yeah. uh, but uh, but no, that's what I used to do. And I said to myself, I'm done with this. Like it doesn't, this is a game. You can't do that. It's really embarrassing. You're a grown up. Uh, that's and, the cost and of success. I guess. And then I did it. But I, I guess my other point is I didn't see anything online about Ronaldo at that point. I was probably online for like three hours on Twitter. I'm going to level with you. I, I do very little research. I do. I basically don't care so well look at the algorithms and they tell me things and i assume that the expected minutes are in the ballpark and 
Well, I guess I you could have. Yeah, you could have been me getting up at two thirty on a, no, on a yeah. Saturday in the morning, like a fucking loser. Here's no. Here's the bigger picture point that I think we Americans just have it tougher than the entire. No, true. Yeah, player base true. in Europe and everyone who's awake and eating their blood sausages or their <laughs> blood puddings and their blood uh, beans. Yeah, whatever they're eating the. That uh, has bangers and mash, uh, whatever. I don't know. But, you know, doing that comfortably with a cup of coffee at 10 a.m. in the morning, you're like, oh, got to change my lineup. Oh, so convenient. I didn't have to mm. wake up 12 hours before everyone else to do yeah. this. Wingardium Leviosa. Like that? <laughs> yeah, Harry Potter's probably a better FPL player just because he's got the, the time change that he doesn't have to deal with. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, so that's what happened. <clears throat> that's my rant. Uh, I went with um, Pickford in goal. I also have uh, Dubravka. Uh, and then uh, Cancelo, uh, Matip, James, Roberts, and White for my defenders. Um, still think that's not a bad back line. Um, yeah, and Matip, I will... Matip did well, right? Like, yeah. That, that actually worked out well. And we made all those hilarious jokes about Matip last pod. So it's so. worth worth it yeah yeah and after my plan is after 33 i'll move ronaldo down to somebody um and then move roberts up to trent alexander arnold once he's healthy and fully back um that's smart yeah and then saka sala martinelli havertz and barnes uh basically worthless zero returns from any of them um and then up top woot ronaldo and wood um you know, I think, you know, like I said, I think Wooten and Ronaldo are just like good, like bench holds, basically. I was thinking about this. So in my past, I've had very successful seasons where uh, I've, I've had this rule where I've always had like four pl- good defenders and then like a 4.0 defender and then four good mil- midfielders and then a 4.5 midfielder. And then like two good forwards and like a 5.0 forward and then a non-playing goalkeeper, like basically be all in on your starting 11. But this year you couldn't do that. Um, Right. And I feel like it's like, it's really hurt me. You know, like I have all these mid-priced midfielders that just don't do shit. It's kind of frustrating, but. Yeah, this year with COVID and the the blanks and everything, it's been important to kind of spread out your funds a little bit more, so. Hopefully, I don't. I'm hoping that maybe with the wild card, my funds are allocated in a way that I can be a little bit more flexible, moving in some big players and moving out some big players if I need to. All right. Well, I don't know. Is it worth reading the leagues? There's still another game tomorrow. Should we read them? We haven't done it for a couple of weeks, right? So we should just keep that trend going so no one no, has we any did. kind we of did gratification. Last. We did last time. We did. You and Jake did, right? Yeah. Um, okay. Oh, so, yeah. So that was back. Okay. Well, let's read the leagues. Let's read the leagues. I'll do um, I'll do League Dive. You can do the PSL Super League. Um, so okay. I'll, I'll do League Dive now. Uh, in uh, So there's still a game to go, um, but in 10th, Emmy Explosion in ninth, uh, Salabing Salaboom in eighth, Game of Thrones seventh, Allison Chain sixth, Izzy Wizzy Go on Busy in fifth, Good Team on Paper fourth, Team Awerner in third, Is What It Is in second, United of Glory and in first, uh, moving up in Santiago Munez, Sam McHaffey uh, 44 points this game week so far, 22 24 overall uh, total points and a 
overall gamer rank of 50 fucking 8. That's incredible. Holy shit. Can you imagine being double? Oh my god, double. I mean, let's look at his team quick. Does he have anybody else still to play? Nobody else still to play. Um, so obviously I'm going to catch him. Uh, yeah. Ramsdale, Doherty, Gabriel, Dinge, Robertson, Salah, Coutinho, Saka, Raf, Kane, Broha, Dubrovka, Ramsey, TAA, and Jimenez. What a fucking mess of a team. And he's ranked 58th in the world. Holy shit. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, I like looked Din- at some of those hold, hold guys' up, teams. Look yeah, hold up. Yeah. Dinge. Look at this. Dinge out. Right? Dinge is hurt. Uh, Broha is hurt. Um, Alexander Arnold's hurt. Jimenez is hurt. Um, Ramsey, Coutinho, and Dinge all have a blank coming up. What the fuck? How, does it show what chips he has left? No. I don't know. I could look under his game week history to see when he played stuff, can't I? I don't know. Uh, both wild cards have been played. Free hit has been played. Bench boost has been played. Triple captain has been played. So he has one triple or free hit remaining. Wow. Good for him. Impressive, I mean, good for impressive you. Impressive stuff, good. yeah. Yeah, I'm not trying to talk shit. Like, your team's awesome. Good for you. They're just right, jealous. Uh, I get it. No, I'm big time jelly. Big jelly. Uh, do you want to do PSL Super League, the supporters league, best league in the world? Yeah, yeah. What do, what do we do for that? Five? Top five. Top five? Yeah. Top four? All right, in fifth place, we have Strong Bones, managed by Thomas Bracken. We got fourth place is Art of the Hive, so that's our our collaborative team there. In third place, we have Matt Hall with his Netflix and Chillwell. Hilarious. And he's just behind Bobby Love, Wit-Ass Pookie. And then we've got Potty Pa in first place with the team name of The Teeth of Suarez. Teeth like of Suarez. Like that team name. It's yeah, a good it's a one. Good um, yeah, I mean, it's a it's a tight race. Bobby Love, Matt Hall, Thomas, the uh, the Hive team. I enjoy the banter in our Discord, seeing the uh, the level of competition there. Yeah, it is fun. I I do. So that is one thing I will. I I'm not always on the Discord just because I I I've said this before. My job, I'm on social media a lot, and it's it burns me out. Like I i'm in constant communication mode and so when notifications are going off my phone i often shut them down but uh one of my favorite things is when i have a bad game week the number of people that talk shit to me that they're just like you (laughs) suck delete your team and it always uh seriously it does make me laugh like at first i'm like oh i hate you and then i'm like oh that's pretty funny um i saw a really funny video of a bunch of uh i think it was man united fans yelling at suarez while he was warming up and they just kept yelling, your teeth are offsides. Your teeth, they're offsides. It's really funny. That's amazing. There have been some good videos recently of fan behavior. We were um, talking about the wanker stuff too, and then there was that wanker video. It's a good one. Was that a Wolves, Wolves game? It's yeah. a Wolves fan? Oh, Guy just so double good. wanking and yelling the C word <laughs> back and forth, right? Like to, like two, like I think he was he was like, ah, oh, I can... I can do everything. And he was just like two dicks. He could do both of them at the same time. No big deal. Yeah. The, the gesture game was on point. It was makes on me want to go like go to England, watch a game, not for the like watching the game part, but just experiencing the, the yeah, yeah, the gestures, doing the wanking thing. That would be enjoyable for me. No, I agree because like it's really at the end of the day, it's about how many D's can you wank? 
in English football. That's what they. That's what these fans are all about. Yeah, like wanking's a bad thing, right? Or is it a good thing? I don't. I don't. Really I don't know. know. I've always wondered that too. Like, is it a gesture of, um, you know, like are you doing it as a friend? Let me help you out, yeah. buddy. You know, or like, or is skill, it like, like, whoa, you can do two at the same right. time. That's oh, I hate you. Pull your dick out. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Wank off right now. Yeah, you support another team? All right, let me do what I need to do to help you out. Yeah, you <laughs> suck. Look at what you just did. You're done now. Gross. <laughs> could you imagine? Could you imagine doing the motion? in like the stands of an NFL game. No, it's you probably it's, get like murdered. Right. It's out of this world. It's it's completely it's the most un American thing ever. And but I can't I cannot conceptualize like the, the what what are you even trying to do to the opponent? I don't know, but I really like it. And I No, I do too. I'm on board with the gesture. I'm just saying like I don't get what the English think how they think it's uh some sort of um you know insult, if you will. I don't get it. We we need someone in the Discord or on Twitter to we'll educate bring somebody us. On, in. We'll bring Bobby the, Lovin. Yeah. That guy's a wanker. If <laughs> he's anybody's a wanker, probably an expert on this. If situation. he's ever wanked or wanked someone else or or a wanker or a wankist, whatever they use uh, out there, he would know. Uh, we'll get him a pipe and a nice uh, a little cap, you know. Yes, let me talk to you about wanking tonight. Yes. Put him in a study with some books in the background right. and a leather yeah. chair. <laughs> a tweed coat. <laughs> As the gesture really is about insulting the opponent. <laughs> Something like that. It dates back to the 18th century when the ships were coming into port. <laughs> they used to wank every ship that came to port. <laughs> Today it still lives on in modern day English football. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. No, we've gone off the deep end. All right. Uh, we need to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we just have a couple of questions. We'll talk a little bit about what our plans are for the next game week. Uh, stay tuned. Support for The Art of the Dive is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off free worldwide shipping with the code uh, DIVE20 at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's about 8 million balls. Nick, we're uh, lucky to be sponsored this week again by Manscaped. Last week we talked a little bit about uh, your your, your um, kind of aversion. My if lack you of will. hygiene. Yes, yes. yes. My of... lack of hygiene and my <laughs> lack of utilization of the smelly stuff for your nether regions. And so, yeah. we covered those bases. So let's, yeah. yeah, okay. Let's move on. Let's move on to the next base. Uh, so this week we thought, we, and, and continuing with kind of the saga of Nick's uh, manscaping, uh, we later learned, and again, this is not made up. This is actually, uh, this was actually exchanged via group text that Nick in his younger years uh, maybe, you know, middle and high school, somewhere in there, uh, decided that he thought he could um, he could trim or, or, you know, curate his balls in a specific way. What did you decide to do, Nick? Okay, so I had not had good luck using shaving devices, 
Because you were nicking it up. You were nicking things. Oh, I was nicking it. Nicking it. (laughs) Bleeding. Yeah, because my name is Nick. Is that what you're going for? No, I just literally meant you were like bleeding. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, like anyone who's done that before, you're you're like a high school kid. You're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to. The ladies love a, you know, a hairless package. All right. Right. I don't know. Is that what the, they? Th- oh, anyway. So, uh, had some 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 shady encounters with the razor blade, and so uh, I was like, uh, maybe I'll use fire. Because like, <laughs> holy shit! Because like, you can you know like, if anyone's ever singed their hair, it's it's basically a pretty universal like you know all the hairs burn <laughs> off your body. So I was like, yeah, I think like you know I could get a lighter, go down there, uh, you know, burn some hairs off, get a nice, even, you know, reduction in the number of hairs. And also, you know, like, I won't have to deal with the nicks and cuts. It's a bad idea, terrible idea. Let me me pause you there. So um, your thought process was, I can't shave it, so I might as well burn it? Yeah, like singe it. So Yeah. uh, Do you have a blowtorch, or what did you have? would you go with i had i had like a lighter you know like one of those like lighters with like the long neck for lighting candles oh and stuff. so you could kind of did was it with a bendy neck or no could you bend it no no oh no. that was the problem that might have worked hey manscape <laughs> you owe us uh that might okay. be a new product they have so so the trade-off is um what what manscape has now and then i'm gonna let you finish your story but they've got uh you know the the weed whacker uh, and the lawn mower. So the lawn mower is meant for down there, and it's got the ceramic blade. It reduces accidents. That's the whole idea, uh, and it's waterproof as well, so you can do it in the shower. Uh, and it also, oh, we were actually talking about this, has an LED light on it, which is actually nice that you can do it in the pitch black of. Uh, yeah. You have the shower on pitch black of your bathroom, so no one can see you do it except you. It's great. Oh yeah. So, I mean, had I had the manscaped. A lawnmower at that time, it probably would have been a, a little bit safer. A little bit, um, but I didn't. So you know, using using those the, the 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 lawnmower now, it's safer. I still have that idea for a low uh, low heat flame, kind uh, of like body. a low like like when you do a roast, low and slow. Yeah, yeah, low and slow, burn the hairs off. But until then, you know, I'll just keep using the little trimmer that they sent us and. And probably avoid like third degree burns on my ball sack, which is probably not the best way to go. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, I think we might have something. We can quit the pod soon and just start our own manscape company <laughs> with blow torches and stuff. Should be fine. Uh, I seriously, I tell my wife this all the time. Like, okay, I have this idea, and she's like, "Is it? Is it the?" the low the low temperature blowtorch for your body hairs. <laughs> I'm like, no. Well, yes, yes, but this time it's for other parts of your body, grooming other hairs, like your, your like mustache or like waxing. Right. right. I guess. I, all right, well, I think I think for now, just you stick with the Manscaped products and we'll be good to go. Uh, it's time to take care of yourself, so go to manscaped.com, get 20% off plus free shipping. Uh, with code dive20 it's a great way to to uh to to support the pod by the way so if you're somebody that um, maybe isn't part of the patreon or you are and you want to help us out a little bit this is a great way to do it so get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code uh, dive20 at manscaped.com uh that's 20 percent off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code dive20 unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with manscaped don't use a lighter 
Welcome back to the second half of the pod. We don't have a lot of questions this week because we kind of decided to pod last minute. So I thought what might be best is discussing uh, the double game weeks that are coming up, uh, discussing our chip strategy and making, I guess, trying to make a little bit of sense of like the end of the season now that it's not completely laid out, but it's pretty, pretty, pretty close. So uh, there were some double game weeks announced uh um, for 36 and 37. So 35 will be a double game week for Crystal Palace and Aston Villa if Palace reach the FA Cup final. Uh, Man City will double in 36 or 37. Wolves will double in 36 or 37. West Ham could double in 36 and blank in 37. Current schedule is updated. That's all per Ben Krill, and I'm basically just reading off of his tweet right now. Um, Nick, what is your current chip strategy going forward here? And, I mean, are you feeling now like the wild card play was still the right play i I know it's hard to say yes because of how bad the outcome is but going forward do you think it was the right move so obviously hindsight 2020 i would probably not have chosen to wild card right. had i known the result but that said looking at the games coming up I still feel like my team is set up to take advantage of some of the double game weeks in 33. And and then my chip strategy, I've been thinking about free hitting 36 and potential bench boost 37 or vice versa. Yep. Um, that's kind of where I'm at. Uh, like I said, I'm not, I don't do a whole lot of research. I'm not very good at this game. I'm kind of looking into uh, the best finish that I've ever had based on using those algorithms. So uh, I, I think that's where I'm at. I don't know if things will change. The the, the whole like wildcard debacle or fiasco has caused me to reconsider some of my chip strategy and just make sure like I'm absolutely sure that this is what I want to do and not just say like, this was the plan all along, so I'm just going to go ahead and do it. Uh, right. I think I need to make sure that I've... Uh, considered kind of all the different information that's coming through and and make a more informed choice than just like yep this was the plan all along so that's what i'm doing yeah i'm with you 100 percent. i mean <clears throat> my whole setup was i think right now i have nine double game week players and 33 uh so to me that's like enough um and i'll i'll be good to go there um 35 there's some potential doubles and i would be not necessarily on those players with a potential for Aston Villa and Crystal Palace, but I could move towards one of those players if I wanted to. Um, and then 36, I'm pretty well set up. I think right now with no transfers, I have eight or nine uh, double game week players in 36. And I can probably, I think I can get to like 14 with no hits or something like that. I was doing the math on it. Um, so I think that's probably the plan I'll hold in 32 um 33 make one transfer and then um kind of go from there once things are announced um there's a lot of talk of things being announced in like after 32 between 32 33 and that's gonna change maybe if we decide to bench boost 36 or or uh, free hit 36 versus bench boost 37 um r the initial plan was bench boost 36 free hit 37 is kind of the plan and i'm hoping that that can give me a little bit of a leg up um Looking at some of the potential 37 uh, matches, you'd have Aston Villa with two games at home. Uh, you'd have Chelsea with Manchester United, Leicester, 
Um, you'd have City potentially against West Ham Wolves. Um, and so I'd try to get on to a lot of those players. Um, oh, and you'd also have uh, Everton, who's very good, against Brentford and Crystal Palace. So, Noise. Yeah. Anyways, um, are you going to be making any Game Week 32 transfers? I haven't looked at it yet. I... The, the the tough thing that I'm dealing with now is like I want to get Man City players into my team because I wildcarded and didn't bring in any Man City and I, I I feel like they're one of the teams that I want to play a representation on my, my FPL team. So I don't know if I want to do that for the Liverpool game though. Uh, that just seems like maybe not the best time to bring one of those players in. It's traditionally uh, been a high scoring game. Yeah. And so maybe that maybe that is a reason to bring him in. Um, they, both teams have a lot of games between Champions League and the league and and those kinds of things. So I don't know. I'm 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 shifting strategy a little bit where I'm thinking about what are the what are the good teams? Who's going to close out the season well? Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe trying to stray from the algorithms a little bit. Um, but I, I haven't made my choice yet. If I'm going to make a move or bank a transfer, I haven't really figured that out yet. Well, that's what we talked about more recently was that maybe we should have just gone with like Spurs, City, Liverpool, and and that's it, right? Like some Arsenal players maybe and be done. Um, but we didn't, did we? We did not. Nope. No. It's computer's fault though. Bleep, blarp, bloop, blarp. <clears throat> Yeah, if you look at like recent city pool matches, so two two in October of this year, uh, February when they played last uh, of of not of twenty twenty one, four one, November eighth of twenty twenty one one, July second of twenty twenty four zero. I mean, there's been there's been goals. I don't know. All right. Um, any other plans for moves in upcoming game weeks that you're looking at? No, I think this game week has really taken a lot of uh, taken a lot of the wind out of my sails, so to speak. Yeah. So I'm I'm That's trying to regroup and and just get mentally like this was another game week where I was like I think I want to throw in the towel and just kind of be done yeah. with FPL for the season, just like not do any moves, but. I, I really I do want to see it out it's a long season I haven't gotten there yet it's you know we're still we haven't finished the game week yet I'm just gonna see what happens this next game and then take a look at at what the I guess what the options are and try to make up some ground or, or, or regroup and I don't know try to get back into the top 100k but it's a struggle right now, that's for sure. Yeah, it doesn't look good. I, For me, it's it's almost completely, like, top 100K is almost out of the question now. I'd have to half my rank, basically, between now and the end of the season. Um, I guess there's a chance of that. I don't know. It doesn't feel good. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just how it goes, Nick. It sucks. It's stupid. But what are you going to do, baby? I was thinking about, like, why do we do this to ourselves? We've we've had that question like is is FPL just like a masochist game, like a like an exercise in self torture? 
Yeah, th- th- there's so much. So what's challenging is there's so much out of your control in the game, right? I mean, you can pick the players, right? But there's so many variables that are out of your control. And I was giving our buddy a hard time. He has, like had a huge erection over the United States qualifying <laughs> for the World Cup. Um, and by huge, I mean normal-sized erection, you know, average or slightly below average. Like huge for him. Huge right, for huge him. for him. And he was boning out about it, and I just kind of was like, oh, like, I get it that you're excited, but it's not maybe an excuse to be like, I love you guys so much. We're best friends, and this is great. And, like, I want my friends to be happy, but, like, it's a team of players that, like, we don't know, that we have no influence over from uh, an organization that um, is pretty money hungry and basically pays for the use of the United States logo to plant it on top of their jersey. And it's just like, it's kind of weird to let your emotions and your happiness be so defined by the results of uh, of that team. And I often think, I, I have become a little um, disillusioned maybe with FPL in that regard, that like, for so long, I, I, I did love the... I mean, I do. I enjoy playing the game. It's fun. Uh, but for a long time, I used to very much let my happiness and sadness be defined by the results. And uh, I'm trying to do better, like, not letting that ever upset me because it's such a silly thing to let drive your emotions. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. And yet is. it does. I mean... And yet it does it, drive your emotions, right? It does. Right? It does, yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, it's a hobby. It's... it's uh, it is, it's funny that sports, so this is just like a general commentary on the nature of sport, but it is a meaningless institution yeah. on right. the whole. It right. has nothing to do with anything. And yet I find great satisfaction and spend a lot of my time right. on football and watching games and playing fantasy football and playing video game versions of football and sometimes I play real football and pretend like I'm good at it <laughs> and uh, I I struggle with like the the lack of meaning in in sports in general but also the fact that I invest so much of my life in them so I, I, I just maybe this is like a reminder that I just need to enjoy the experience enjoy the excitement of the games and realize that a lot of the performances, regardless of the help that I have from the computer models, are kind of out of my control. And and also keep in mind that this is probably the best season that I've had over the course of my ten plus years playing FPL. Yeah. And, well, uh, maybe you shouldn't. You, know. you should just not suck. Maybe that. Maybe just don't be <laughs> terrible. How about I, that, idiot? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't suck this year compared to all the other versions of myself in previous years. <laughs> no, you're you're right, 100. <laughs> percent Yeah, and I, I've said this in the past. I'll say and I'll say it again. I think um, you know the reason we do things like play sports and watch sports and play fantasy games is uh, if, if you have to be able to justify that the community is an important aspect of it. If you, I, I think if you can't like the the interactions that you get to have with people. I mean, even like. We could go. We could. We could go along the lines of like, even just you and me having the opportunity to record a podcast together. Because normally we wouldn't cut out an hour of time to just talk, right? Like that would right. be kind of unusual in a in a thirty year old man's life, you know? Like yeah, to like yeah. just. But like, it's an excuse for us to kind of break from our normal habits 
and like kind of act like assholes for an hour straight and like just like have a drink and catch up. And so like if those types of things are important to you, then I think that you can justify the amount of time and maybe the emotional input into the game that we that we do. But I, I do, I'm very much of this opinion, like control your controllables, right? Like you can't control, you try to make good picks, but you can't control some of the variability and the outcome that's always gonna happen in the games. Um, so yeah, you shouldn't let it influence, I guess, your your day to day, you know? Hey, I feel better now. This is, this is truly a therapy session at this point. I will send you a bill. I'll send you a bill. Okay, yeah. yeah. I'll send you a bill. Um, all right, I think we should wrap the pot up. It's about it's about that time, and uh, now it's getting emotional. I'm gonna start crying soon. So, <laughs> um, all right, follow us on uh, Twitter at DiveFPL. Really appreciate all the people that have gone out in the last couple of weeks and uh, you know followed us and or 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 liked things or commented, uh, retweeted. Um, you know, we kind of it's a lot of the same folks, but uh, that's really appreciated. Um, you can download our podcast anywhere our podcasts are found. Recently, we had a couple of people leave some nice reviews, um, and I, I will say I appreciate that. If you've not done that, um, that's how all these systems and algorithms work. So we don't get listens if people don't leave likes and reviews. And so yeah, uh, that, yeah I once left a one-star review on Apple. Of us? And then, yeah, yeah, of our, our pod, like when we were first starting out. Our own podcast. Was, you went in and yeah. did that. <laughs> I, I thought it was funny, like a joke. Like yeah. uh, one star because I think someone uh, someone commented on the pod and said that there was some misogynist language being used and so therefore they were giving the podcast like a two star review or something. Uh, the actual the actual thing was a, it was a three star review. So they were oh, like, okay. we don't like that you're doing that. And then there were like three stars though out of five. Now it's a pretty good pie. <laughs> like, <laughs> like so production quality's uh, high. I like the the hosts, <laughs> but like uh, you're saying things I don't like. But still three stars. Misogyny. Uh, all things considered, average three. No, I went into uh, the podcast on Apple Podcasts and and gave it a one star. And then you told me like Nick, what are you doing? that drives like how people find our podcast we need to have high reviews so then i went in and changed it oh yeah that was a five star review yeah that was very early on that was like the first season when we like first started recording (laughs) we had like 20 listens per podcast and nick's like one star idiots (laughs) i didn't understand how it worked so i i went back in changed my review and said marco made me change my review to a five star That's a great example of friendship right there, really. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Anyone now you're on the pod. Review, Aren't you happy you gave it five now, now that you're on well, it? Well, you know, four years in the making. It only took four years from that review to, it, to here's make the thing. If you would have If you would have five-started from the start, you probably would have been on the pod the next day. But you uh, were over well, here like, one star. Can't trust that guy. Uh, you know, you live and learn. It's it is what it is. I'm Indeed. glad that I'm here now, and glad I didn't have to put in those like four years building up the following. I could just, you know, I could hop in when we got the Manscaped money coming in. Right, right. once we got that money, <laughs> yeah, once we're shaving our dicks, good to go. <laughs> they made me do it. They made me do it for the sponsorship. They made me watch. <laughs> it looks. So I had to record myself doing it. It was terrible. Yeah, you're going to have to cut that one out, I think. No, I'm going to leave it. I don't think that they listen to it. It doesn't matter either way. They're probably going to be like, these guys are fucking weird, but we like it. That's kind of their thing. 
So. <laughs> All right, uh, we got to be done. Uh, we'll get out of here. Good luck with the game week, everybody. Uh, don't do what Nick and I have done. Be good at what you do. Um, I'm Marco. I'm Nick. And remember, you should dive. Okay, bye.